to the Sober Experiment. I'm Alex, I'm one half of the Sober Experiment. And I'm Lisa, the other half. So this is our very first podcast and we're going right back to the beginning. I'm going to ask you first, I think. Um, so what's your first memory of alcohol, Alex? In terms of memory, I don't know, because I grew up in like pubs. So I don't ever remember it not being there. Stop having a laugh. I don't remember it not being there, but what I can tell you is, I know my mum drank a yard of ale when she was pregnant one day. Did she really? Yeah, but you've got to think about the time, haven't you? Because um, it was back really when doctors and nurses were prescribing Guinness yeah. in pregnancy and telling people that it was good for them. So yeah, she stood on a chair apparently and down the a yard of ale. So I know that I've been exposed to it in the womb. You have? <laughs> um... I know that when I was about three, I got pissed with my sister. Oh, my God. From half a bottle of red wine that was left on the um, fireplace. My mum came upstairs and she said that it was all over the carpet, all over our clothes, and we spent the night vomiting. But, you know, like, even when you think of that, she she put us to bed. Yeah. Like, you know, like, and we probably had a real bad hangover, but... And that is so young, three, isn't it? Yeah, and I think... I can imagine able now. No, I know. Mind you, you know what, Leah, um, my middle one, she was at a party and it's always been my mum actually when I think about it, but she, um, Leah wanted a glass of water at the family party and my mum handed her a vodka and she had a drink of that and she was about five. And she didn't realise, obviously. Oh, no, 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 it was on the table and she yeah. just passed it to her and she went, oh, it's horrible and, and that was that. But I think we all can relate to that, oh, it's horrible for the first experience. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah, I said... I don't really remember my very, very first exposure because the first place I went when I came out of hospital was to my nan and granddad's pub, sat on the bar in my carry seat. Yeah. And it's never not been there for me. So, I don't know. What about you? I've been thinking about this, actually. My, I think my first memory is a little bit like yours. I was always brought up around drink. My grandma and granddad had pubs when I was really little, mm. um, from both sides of my family as well. But my earliest memory, I think, is when I was about five or six and my mum was having a party. She was all, she weren't always having parties, that sounds like, but, you know, she was quite a host and we prided ourselves on being good hosts. Yeah. So she had, like, a lot of people around. She used to work in this bar restaurant and she had people around. And I remember chopping up all the fruit because she was making a big punch for everybody um, and being dead excited that we was making this punch so even looking back it was like exciting I couldn't have it but I was a part of it because I was helping cut up all the fruit for this punch and then I got to serve it with my friend Carla oh, yeah. and we had to send Carla home um, well take her home because we'd been sipping the punch and we'd been <laughs> serving it and she got really drunk it's not so, really that funny is no it? it isn't but my mum had to go home and like explain like and say oh I'm really sorry you know they've been sneaking the punch but looking back now we're watching all these adults at a garden party drinking yeah. and thinking that that's what that is what made it fun for them it was like a really grown up thing to do so yeah I think that's like my earliest it. memory don't you yeah, think kids think that anyway? I think they do. I think it's like con I, we're conditioned to thinking that alcohol is all right and it's something to look forward to. Like when I was turning 18, all that anybody spoke about was you can legally drink yeah, now. Yeah, that was it. Nobody else spoke about anything else that you can do. So it's like you spend your whole life working up to being 18 so you can legally drink even though you do it. Well, most people do it before. 
we did it before. We definitely did it before. What, so, so what, do you remember what your first drink was, your first legal drink, Lisa? My first legal drink? Yeah. Gosh, no. I, I, I drank illegally for so long <laughs> that I don't... I, I know that I liked um, Bacardi really early on from having the pub and people used to be quite surprised because it was classed as a an older drink, yeah, a grown-up drink, but not legal. I remember my... No, I don't remember my... Do you? Yeah. Uh, on my 18th birthday, my mum and dad took me to the waterside, what it is now, actually. Yeah. Uh, but obviously it was it was the railway then. Mm-hmm. And um, the bar, the landlord there, it was called Eric and his wife Norma, they were lovely. And we spent a lot of time with them because obviously we that's where I'd grown up and then my mum and dad got on with them really well. So we went back and I remember Eric saying, I'm going to get you your first legal drink. And it was your first legal drink. Yeah. You know? And um, it's it like was a, a privilege, isn't it, for people to buy you that first drink. Yeah. Like, dads take out the sons for the first legal pint. Yeah. It's like a yeah. really, you, it's exciting, isn't it? Mine was a... A chinzano one. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you ever imagine me drinking chinzano? It was um yeah, it was chinzano, and I didn't like it. No. I really did not like it. And I'd had alcohol, you know, I'd had alcohol way before then. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I didn't like. I really didn't like the taste of the one that they got me. I don't mind you. I've been used to drinking twenty twenty on the streets. Oh and, um, gosh, and white lightning blastaways, which were. What was it, what was that, that was a castaway, the small castaway. And and white. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was quite posh, that day. <laughs> 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 I don't think that was where I came from. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's let's move on to first time you remember being drunk, because I think we've established I was the first to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. At three, definitely. <laughs> no, I was, I was fetal. <laughs> yeah, you was fetal. You know what, though? That's just reminded me quickly of a time that I remember getting drunk and I was really only young again about six or seven and it was absolutely accidental I was on holiday with my mum and my stepdad in my Mallorca and my mum had she, she weren't allowed to carry back so much alcohol so she bought like a bottle of Malibu which is really weird because I can't imagine her ever drinking Malibu <laughs> but she poured it out of a bottle and it was next to a can of seven up in the in the mm. bedroom so I was like really thirsty from being out in the heat drank it and then just woke up the next day <laughs> but I remember my mum and my stepdad like going oh my god I remember hearing them in the background saying oh my god she must have drunk that so being aware like but not aware yeah. do you know what I mean yeah it, it is a yeah sorry that digressed though so what was the question <laughs> <laughs> um first time you remember being drunk uh, I, guess, I guess where i'm going to now is more of a teenager type thing oh what, with me <laughs> i think it was with you every first i think i did with you actually yeah um I don't fully remember the first time of getting i remember the feel of knowing like having a drink and thinking oh my god this is actually brilliant I'm so confident and I'm funny and I think honestly looking back I don't remember the first time but I remember as a teenager thinking this is brilliant this is who I am right I do actually remember thinking that it's weird because I don't ever remember you not being funny or confident or it you know like no, we talk about <laughs> <laughs> no, but we talk about this a lot don't we yeah because doors you know we, we talk about the fact that we used to have a time before we ever got drunk together and yeah. we were really great friends and, you know, now we've got this time where we don't ever have a drink together and we're really great friends and there's never a lack of things to talk about. But I genuinely do not remember you ever 
not being funny or not um, having confidence in a social situation, but it is something you talk it, about. Definitely. I think looking back, I was always so nervous of meeting new people and being in social... And it's not something I've figured out until I've stopped drinking that I definitely, definitely used alcohol as a social lubricant. And, and I know I mentioned to you the other week I went to the Happy Place Festival. Yeah. And as... Gosh, I'm now 40. But in like, I was 39 then. In my 39 <laughs> years, I remember feeling like, oh my God, I actually feel like I fit in. And I think that's what made me realise how much I had used drink to fit in with people. Like looking back, all the people that I used to go and get drunk with and stuff, they're, they're not real. I hope none of them are listening. <laughs> but they're not really people that I would hang around with or have a sober conversation with. I remember thinking, God, I get on with you so well. Yeah. But then would would have no idea what to say to them in a sober situation. No, I think we've all got people like that though. I definitely have. But yeah, I mean, I've even found that some of my family members, you know, like yeah. especially as I've got older, those ones that I've met up on occasions. When we meet sober, it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, so we're. Uh, Sunny, isn't it? <laughs> but it is true. It's true. It's weird, isn't it? It is really weird. So let's go then to first night out. As in, right, first night out. What's your first night out? Mine you was, for this one. I was 13. Yeah. And which is shocking, really, when I think. <laughs> it really is, because when I look at my own daughter, who's 12, <clears throat> there's no way she'd get in a pub. And I went out with my other friend, Kelly. So she'd been 12. Yeah, wow. And we got dressed up. We went into the town centre, and we went to this club that was called Oz. And basically, Oz was for... Oh, well, I don't know. we won't go into what Oz was for. But anyway, you certainly weren't going in there before half one in the morning. Nobody was. Can we go in a little bit? To, what is it? I've never even heard. Oh, it's just a sticky floor trash club. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> it is. And the doorman, right, which was really weird, and I remember it, feeling dead grown up and going to the doorman and um, saying, can we come in? And it was like 10 o'clock at night. And I don't know where we still are. We must have snuck out or yeah. something because we must have done. I can't really remember. But um, he let us in, and I remember we thought, he must have thought we were older. Yeah. But in reality, I bet they were just glad to get someone through the door before half past one in the morning, <laughs> and they didn't care that we were kids. It's bad, isn't it? It's really bad, really bad. So that's my first night out. Um, I don't remember my first legal one, because there were just too many blurry bits in the middle. Yeah, definitely. I think my first night out, weirdly, was at the same time about as yours. Um, I was 13, <clears throat> and I went out with my friend called Zoe, do you remember? I don't remember really, yeah. <laughs> and my mum and my stepdad at the time actually dropped us off outside the flying horse <laughs> and kind of built our confidence up. It was like, right, go in, just act like you know what you're talking about. Because basically behind it, my mum had said she'd rather me go out into pubs and than mine. to be drinking on the streets because yeah. it was a safer place. Well, it wasn't really. I remember going into the flying horse and going, right, I feel like that sounds grown up, like, you know. Yeah. So we'd gone in and I'd, I remember specifically going up to the bar and saying, can I have two half lagers, please? And them giving it to us and trying to not look, like, really excited that we'd got it. We sat down and this shows how young we were. We had a full made-up conversation about our houses. That we, that we, <laughs> uh, we? Just me and Zoe. With each other. With each other. We just <laughs> actually, like, had this full made-up conversation that we was like, 
oh, so what did you have for your tea? And, and just about our houses, as if we lived on our own. Probably if anyone overheard you. And I think that's exactly what it was for. And then we moved on and we ended up actually getting followed by a couple of older Ooh, men that night. Into Well, looking back, like we didn't think it was, but we went to a few pubs that night and then my mum and Terry picked us up later on. And we went home and we were like, yeah, that was really cool. It, Thought we were dead growing up. It just shows, doesn't it, how times change? Because I was talking to my husband, Sam, um, the other day. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just for everyone else. Just call Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's just so different. There's no way that certainly I wouldn't, and I know you wouldn't, actually drop your kids off at 12 and 13 years old and encourage them to go and buy a drink. Or even go in a bar. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, but... This now, you know, I think much, much further ahead is it's like smoking and stuff like that. And I was saying to Sam the other day, you know, I remember my mum and dad being very, very drunk around me um, in my teenage years. They might be having a sleep on the sofa or just whatever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that was rude. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so they're having a sleep on the sofa and, you know, and that literally having cigarette ash dropped in my air. Well, there's no way anyone would oh, smoke around the kids No, now. they wouldn't. So, like, but time's moving on, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Even we're drinking. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I guess the last bit is about our negative experiences. Um, have you got... <laughs> <laughs> that was a prompt that Lisa doesn't want to talk about her negative experiences if you heard a clunk in the background. It was going to be a nice thing. Yeah, maybe a nice thing, but she's got a cup on her rug, so it was never going to work. <laughs> um, go on, you first. Oh, it no. It not have to be a worse one, just, you know, like any negative experience. Like in my entire life, because there is a lot. Yeah, just pick one that's not too offensive. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I'm going to go back to teenage years, I think I'm going to go back to. And really, every time I drank, there was a negative experience. Looking back when I was younger, I I was quite an attention seeker when I was drunk. And I really liked male attention in particular. It made me really flirtatious. So I got myself into quite a few exp- you know, experiences that I shouldn't have done, maybe snogging people and absolutely regretting it the the next day and I've done that from being young to quite old really yeah (laughs) but I can't think of any one-off negative experience right now to be honest what's yours mine's at Abby's 18th do you remember Abby Abby Morris oh yeah Yeah. her 18th and I was there with my then boyfriend and I don't fully remember it again and unfortunately I don't fully remember anything from those days but we'd been upstairs dancing and all of a sudden I went and I for years and I'm talking up until maybe up until I stopped drinking I was convinced I'd been spiked mm-hmm. convinced I'd been spiked but looking back I just drank too much and I was outside and I was bent over a wall being sick and I remember some lads shouting we can see your ass and they couldn't oh, but gosh, the yeah. humiliation yeah. of it um, and I was just vomiting 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 but you know what I have, yeah, I've always been a vomiter. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of vomiting experience. Yeah. We'll talk about them more about yeah. them. Another one. I've heard yeah, a nickname, the gnome. Um, <laughs> through being a vomiter, we will tell you about that another oh, time. Oh, I so. believe, though, now that you don't have to do that anymore. And you don't... Because yeah. I am. I mean, I've got to say, I think the impression when you're drinking is that you can't see a future without drinking. 
Oh, gosh, yeah. And when you're here, you look back and think, oh, my God, why did I ever see a future without me? I can't believe it. And I think looking back when we speak about right from the beginning, that how early alcohol was introduced to us, it's no wonder we couldn't see a future without drinking it. Like, I used to feel sorry for people that were as alcoholics i think oh my god how awful they can't handle the drink so they've got to stop forever yeah. and they can't just go out on the odd night or and i genuinely felt really sorry for for alcoholics unbeknown to me you know eventually it would take hold of me as well yeah and i think we've got to be you know make everyone aware as well that word alcoholic there's such a stigma attached to well, it well there is i'm still not really comfortable with that at all like it's i would never real. say I, I was an alcoholic I, 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 yeah. So I get why there's a stigma around it, and something I'd love to do is a part, be a part of helping getting rid of that stigma. Because They've removed it in America. I don't know if it's true here, but there's no alcoholics anymore because it's the only drug where we say it's the person that is the problem and not the drug. Alcohol. You don't say like tobaccoholic, do you? Or yeah, no, that's true. No. So it it's, it has been removed. Um, They've got some sort of scale now, which we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. So they're blaming the person rather than the actual... Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, but it is... An, alcohol is proven to be the second most addictive drug known after heroin. And if everybody really were brought up knowing that, would you ever put that poison in your body? Would you ever have gone through those things that we went through? Gosh, no, you wouldn't. And you certainly wouldn't be putting it in your kids' bodies or in your baby, in your unborn baby's bodies, would you? No, you wouldn't. Um, you know, and I'm guilty myself. I've had, I've had sips of wine, I've had glasses of wine when I was pregnant. Yeah, I did. Not to it. I, I got told that to have Guinness, because when I was pregnant with Bethany, we li- I lived in a pub at that point. Um, I was looking after it for my mum. And everybody who came in was like, oh, get half a Guinness, it's fine, it's good for you, it's good for the baby. Yeah. And that's what I was saying about why my mum probably got it. Yeah, that definitely. was the belief then, and that was the culture. So, anyway, yeah, full circle, back round to my mum again, so. <laughs> um, I think we're done, aren't we? We are done. So, next time. <laughs> <laughs> We've been so scared about to end this podcast and just go on talking absolute riddles for and ages. And we do have to just put this in context as to why you can hear the odd bit of laughter is we are sat on a beanbag with a lion, <laughs> a giant lion behind us. Both of us with loads of mascara around our eyes from where we've been laughing at absolutely nothing whatsoever. So, anyway, we are done. We are done. And next time, which I think we're going to be doing it in about a month. Yeah, we are. Um, and we'll let you know. We'll be talking about our very last hangovers. Yeah. And more disgusting things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, much more. <laughs> so, see you again. See you. Bye. Bye.